Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Anita from Ireland and you're listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything. My question is, will any of these strikes make any difference in the public sector given the fact that the people in charge don't rely on any of the public sector services? Okay, here comes the show, and remember, question everything. Hello everybody, welcome to this episode of Dame Baptiste Questions Everything, a podcast with myself, comedian, writer and occasional actor Dame Baptiste, my producer friend Howard Cohen, aka The Hizzer. Hello. And a mix of very special guests pose the questions that need to be asked. And we are talking everything from... We are talking everything from Anita, from Ireland's question... Will any of the strikes in the public sector make any difference when the people who are in charge don't rely on any of the public sector services? So, yeah, Rishi Sunak's never used the NHS, no. probably, or, you know, public transport. No, no. It, it's a very good question, first of all, Anita. And initially, they won't worry because they don't they don't think that they are beholden to uh, public sector services. But as time goes on, they one of the first things they will need to remember is that the proletariat is who they count on for their votes. So mm. come general election time, they will need to understand that. Number one, we are in, the, in a economically interdependent society. So where this country, uh, you know, thrives from and makes money from things such as the armed forces, people who do not have access to even a rudimentary level of healthcare will not be able to make very good soldiers. They will not make very good policemen. And they will not be able to contribute effectively to infrastructure if their basic human needs are not met. So they may not care now, but by the time they realise, it will probably be too late. Well, there you go, Anita. Uh, and suffice to say, on this podcast, we ask and answer all the questions, don't we, Dave? Absolutely. No question is too big, too small, too highbrow, too lowbrow. And all questions are suitable for both private and public sector. And if you do like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from. And you'll never miss an episode we can hear our very special questions being asked and answered by our very special guests. With that being said, on today's show is an actor, presenter, host and stand-up comedian who is a household name on the UK comedy circuit. He's known for his fearless delivery, combined with honesty and sincerity in his observations. He's able to unite audiences of all backgrounds, ages and genders with his viewpoint. His versatility has led him to perform not only at so many of the world's most renowned comedy venues, where he's known to leave audiences in hysterics with wet eyes, among other things, being the eye candy that he is with his tales of parenthood, family life, relationships and British culture, as well as showcasing his comedy across the world. He starred in BAFTA nominated series Man Like Mo Bean. She's the one and interviewed stars from the red carpet for premier years and is also known on the black circuit as the cool one. Please <laughs> welcome to the show, Mr. Kane Brown, a.k.a. Big Bro. No, real talk. I didn't even know you are talking about me halfway <laughs> Yeah, the real guest is just outside. <laughs> Speaking about Reda, you need to send me that bio because I didn't write that one. Oh, please, no, I take no credit. That's uh, Saffron and, and Howard helped that put together, man. But we Respect. always say on this podcast, we are a digital florist and we like to give people our flowers irrespective of their gender or day of the emotional. year. Emotional, look emotional. No, that, that one, you know what it is, yeah? Sometimes you don't look at yourself how other people look at you, isn't right. it? Exactly. So, so when someone's reading back 
like a list of your accolades or achievements. It's like, brother, actually, that is me, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm saying, man. Just take a talk of yourself. We should also add as well, I always like to add as well, like my personal experiences is that Kane has always been big bro. And on many occasions, he has uh, basically, literally, yeah, figuratively and literally taken me under his wing, man, and just given me advice, not just as a comic, but as a man. And I am very grateful for that. I remember, I think it was... uh, might have been the sixth series I think you had, and we just did Haymarket and we did Jonglers. Yeah. And yeah, man, just uh, dropping jewels. And I appreciate it, man. And I'm glad to have you here, man. Bro. I appreciate you, brother. So thank need, you very much. Need support at Jonglers, though, don't you? Fucking hell. At the time, yeah, yeah. Easy gigs, <laughs> those ones, right? Yeah, easy. But, yeah. but, it was, but you know, having someone to advise you when it's of no benefit to them, for me, that's always uh, very humbling and uh, it's uh, very endearing. So thank you very much. How are you, Kane? Bro, thank you, man. Do you know what? That's. That's really touched me. I'm not going to lie to you. Bro, I, listen, like I said, we create this um, environment because we want to be able to say it while you're able, you're all, always able to hear it. I so, appreciate that. Nah, that's good, man. Appreciate that. I appreciate you. Well, it's probably time for a question, isn't it, Dane, as a format Absolutely. of the show dictates. Kane, as our very esteemed guest, we'd like to invite you to ask the first question, which can be any question you'd like, which we'd like to discuss with you for about 15 minutes. We've already had an inkling of it before we pressed record. had an idea on this day of, of love and togetherness. And then Howard, uh, who is also happily in love, mm-hmm. has a question for you we'd like to discuss for the same amount of time. And I'd like to pose a question to you okay. and Howard as well. And then we would love for you to tell our listeners and viewers where they can find out about your good works, past, present and future. Cool. How's that sound? Perfect, bro. Why? And I need to pose this right because I don't want women or whoever Those who identify as women. Those who identify as women. And, and mainly Saffron, the producer in the room. Yes. So I should look at you. Side, side in, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, right? I'm just, I've been trying to focus on some testosterone because I can feel the Easter just yeah. Why do partners... Yeah, let's say that. Why do partners eat your food? What is the etiquette? <laughs> what is... Well, it sounds like you've got some issues with this. I do. <laughs> what issues have you had, I, d- I just, I just don't understand. Why? This is... You know, I'm a foodie. Mm. Food's my thing. I know I don't look like it, but no, I it, love It's food. worth telling the listeners, Kane came in very upset about his chicken burger that he's just Okay. Bought. Very right. upset. I'm not going to say the nationality of the people, but <laughs> they there was loads of them. There's billions of them in the world. That's what I'm saying. The economy keeps going up and down. And so, so based on democracy, Kane was like, if this is what the majority of the voters are going for, right. I'll I'm give it a try. try right. burger, but again, yeah. learn another way to reinforce, Tricks. don't follow the yeah. crowd. That's what, brother, I'm a sheep. I'm, I'm a sheep, I'm not going to lie. They were lined up outside this kiosk. I said, oh my God. It's harder this... when you're hungry though. That's it's, true. It's harder when you're hungry to think straight. But but the, the funny thing is, I saw half the burger when the guy was eating it and I thought, the way how the guy was eating it, he had his whole emotion in it. He mm. wasn't focused on nothing else. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah, yeah. So I said, Russ, where is this? So I said, so where you get that? This is how he sounds in my head. You have to go down and to the left. So I've gone down and Saffron's looking. <laughs> you're still allowed to do accents. He was Russian. He was Russian. You're, allowed, you're allowed to do accents. He's Russian. That's my Russian accent. That's it's a, just in case. I heard, I heard North London. Thank so, you. Yeah. You understand, yeah, yeah. brother? I grew That's up a, with... Yeah, okay, yeah, thank yeah. you. I heard, I heard North London. So I've gone down and I've got the burger and I thought, this is going to be amazing. And then I came into the building. I took a bite. Bro. Dry. Basic. Mm. Dry burger. Dry bun. Dry, dry bun. Mm. Chicken with not much flavor. Mm. Lettuce from iceberg lettuce. You know, if you put mm. iceberg lettuce in your burger, brother, that's not a prestige burger. Like no, no, Dixie. No. Yeah, yeah, come on. We're talking yeah. Dixie. Slice of cheese, which was got from nosewear. Yeah. And I took a bite and yeah. I'm dehydrated. Disappointed. Yeah, so, see, we aren't even talking American about mayo. Got, Where's the mayo coming in here? Yeah. Yeah. No mayo? Bro, the <gasps> thing, this is what I'm trying to say to you. This is why I'm... 
This is what I'm I'm upset with the community that I just described. <laughs> no, because it's false advertising. A community that we both know are more than au fait with condiments. Yes. They definitely understand our condiments. But work. this is this is a scenario where you're just frustrated with your choice of your own food when you're having to share it. So you obviously go out with a partner or have gone out of partners and they want a piece of your food. Is mm-hmm. that that's where this is all this is what I'm saying. Why? Do the people who are the victims, <laughs> yeah. because we're victims. If you're a person yeah, yeah, yeah. who has to share your food, why are we bound by your rules of how to share our food? Mm. And then you try to gaslight us when <laughs> yeah. we say we don't want to share. Please, <laughs> explain. Howard, you are happily married. Look, I, I, I think what, what you've got to do, Kane, is you've got to think about the long term in these situations. And what's the best result that you can aim for? So, look, this is what I'd say to you guys, to, to everyone out there, is uh, just come to a compromise before the order. So me and my wife will go to a restaurant and we'll go, so what do you fancy? And I'll go, okay, well, the burger sounds good. Uh, the fish and shit, oh, that sounds good. You know, we'll have three or four things that we're eyeing up and then we'll decide on two and we'll literally eat half and then switch our plates. But did you hear what you just said? <laughs> did you hear what you said? <laughs> Listen to what you just said. He had to go in with... Rules, terms, caveats, yeah, yeah, yeah. clauses. But listen, I get two dinners. I get two. No, but I you get two don't experiences because she's gambling <laughs> on what she's ordering because she's saying she knows yeah, you yeah. normally choose well. Yeah, yeah. So she's gonna eat oh, half of yours, yeah. and if yours is rubbish, I guarantee she's gonna say <laughs> yeah. we're not sharing. Mm, that's not how it's worked out for me because I have a very understanding woman who you know she doesn't give me too much shit, Kane. So I'm, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. She's low maintenance. So. Wow. Yeah. Apart from, you know, we had a recent mac and cheese incident. But yeah, yeah that, exactly, Howard. Yeah. Apart from that. <laughs> you're, Howard, you are withholding information and we're worried no, that you're being, it works you're being out coerced. Really, honestly, generally what have, what it works out really with well. The, with the macaroni cheese situation, Howard? I just don't think mac and cheese is a main. I just don't think it's a main. And if you order it as a main, I think you're making a big mistake. All right, so she ordered that as a main. Yeah. So know it, knowing that. And, it was, and was it just mac and cheese or are we talking about? Lobster mac or it's like truffle mac? It's got a little bit, a little bit of kind of like truffle mac. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But still. Still. All right, then, but all right. Fair enough. But yeah. she knows, as yeah. your wife should yeah, yeah. know, you're not a mains guy for mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah. But she still ordered it, knowing yeah, you're yeah, going to have yeah. to share half. We were out to dinner with a couple of other people and I felt embarrassed in front of them <laughs> to tell her to not order it. And I should have. I should have just stood, stood up and just went, listen, sweetheart. So stood up for yourself. Listen, sweetheart. Just order the chicken thing. Because she was like, no, I'm not ordering the chicken thing. You order the chicken thing. Right. I'm going to have this macaroni and cheese and then you can have some of this macaroni and cheese and I'll have a bit of a chicken thing. Yeah. And part of you was like, that's not part of the deal I made. And she was like, yes, it was. I, I, I'm generally happy with our choices. Like, it's all, it also works really well at different types of restaurants, you know. Like, some of it work better at I'm others. not going to lie, you're sounding too diplomatic. Before, yeah, yeah. before we press record, <laughs> he had the most <laughs> I just think, I just think I've ended he up He was with... like, mac and cheese, bitch please. Yes, I'm a man. <laughs> I just think, I'm thinking over the past how many years, I've, I've ended up eating well and I get like, oh, that's really good. I really enjoyed ordering that and I enjoyed what she ordered. So generally it works out. Dame, where do you stand on this food sharing? I'm aware of the uh, phenomenon of culinary coercion mm. of people being like, I want to eat it too. And so I've had two rationalizations, Kane. The first one is that my food is not my food if I dine with a with a partner. Yeah. I understand that my food is not my food. And by the way, we've got to tell we've got desserts another whole other conversation desserts. Oh yeah. Exactly. That's not even included here. Right? We're I, talking about I mean, I mean if you're going to dinner with a partner as a man and ordering dessert, you must understand that's not yours. Hundred percent. It's not mm. yours. As long you, as it, and if it's nice. Yeah, if it's, it's, if it's nice. <laughs> if, if you you may not even want dessert. You I'm fine with dessert. I'll just have a drink. No, we should try something. You should get something. 
That means mm. get something. So I have two options to, to try from. That's right. So unless you're taking, so the only solutions I guess are what I've been able to find is either you're taking someone to a buffet, and to be <laughs> honest, if you're taking someone out to dinner and you offer anything but a la carte, you're probably going to be in trouble anyway. Mm. So I, I guess what I've learned is that I try to pick cuisine which is naturally sharing anyway. Right. So I'll go for like tapas. maybe Pan-Asian yeah. and like tapas and dim sum or like like any version of tapas which involves sharing foods or a taster menu because I know if at least if we have the same thing, everyone's sharing everything anyway. So yeah. that's normally what I go for. But to be honest, Kane, I won't lie to you. I'm a defeated man. <laughs> I hear that. When, when it comes to the restaurants, <laughs> my food is not my food. I understand. I have to grab a, a, a bland burger on the way home. But this is what. But this is what. I don't think women really appreciate that this whole thought process. Yeah. I've just sat down. I've never spoken to you a lot about this. You've just said, right? Okay, I'm going to this, and we both know that we're going to share. Dane said that before he chooses food to share so he doesn't listen to what we have to go through listen to all of the things that we go beforehand if i got if you got with your friends your, your male friends does this thought process go not through at your, all <laughs> bro this is and there's no gratitude there's no thanks at the end of it there's no like oh babe thanks for sharing your food it was a given yeah it was a given i tell you what i don't like I'm all right for you to taste my food. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taste it. Just to say, next time we come, yeah. I might get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This ain't no, let me just try and buy. Like, let me just try it. And if I like it, then I'm going to eat half. Yeah. yeah. This, because uh, I know I order well. I always study the menu. Of course. Before you even go there. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All the research. I'll do reviews. Yeah, you're looking at menus before you go to the restaurant. Absolutely. Yes. Why would you go to a restaurant you've never been to and not look well, at it? I want to know, you know, I, I, I want to know, I want to kind of what I'm getting, but I can't want to know exactly, I don't know every detail uh, of the menu. When it comes to my food, like Kane, I don't like surprises. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I like to be introduced to new yeah, yeah, yeah. culinary mixes, but at the same time, it's kind of like, you mm. know, you know, it's the same way that like when people go to Mediterranean holidays, that's what they always go. We also, we also do chips because they know that some people are not willing to take the leap of faith to try yeah. new cuisine. So the chips are there as a backup. Now, I just do the research. A, also because I see something I may like. Mm. And even also sometimes I'm like, well, I also look at the menu for two. The other reason I look is because when I come here without her, then I will have what I actually like. <laughs> but really, I just said, Kane, I, I, it is a worldwide phenomenon. Mm, it's a serious go. phenomenon. And you know what, Kane? I don't know. Maybe the trade-off is this, okay? <laughs> maybe the trade-off is this, that at some point, I guess women understand that the trade-off is that they are to be wined and dined for us to enjoy sexual congress. And so the, the idea is that, share your food, I share my body. My body yeah, is the food of go. life. And, you and then you have to go, okay, I guess so. I just wanted to have my own ice cream. <laughs> but how did we get here? <laughs> but I've been able to rationalise that, yeah, I just don't fight it anymore, Kane. I think I, there's some uh, truth in that. I, if, I, let's be honest, though. Yeah. And I'm going to, because you're married. Yeah, so yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. so I hear where Dane's coming from and I agree with Dane. Do you think that things are held against you as in the physical act are held against you for bad deeds mm. in a relationship? Give me an example. So if you don't do something that's required of you. Mm. And you come out with no crumpets. How did, thank you. I didn't know yeah. how to frame it. If you come out with no crumpets. <laughs> thank you. I don't know yeah. if this is a PG podcast. I don't no, want... you can say what you want. Okay, cool. So, oof, I... You see, we've talked about my wife a lot on this show, okay? Oh, okay. We've been here... <laughs> We've been here for a couple of hundred episodes, mate. We've been here for a couple of hundred episodes and she's come up at least 
40 times. Okay. In fact, she did an episode because she's an entrepreneur. Should, should the worst happen, basically, Tara gets like 25% of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they knows the truth. Yeah. Which is? That Howard and his wife sleep in separate beds. <laughs> there is that, but that's another story. No, but the truth is I'm, also, the truth is I'm Howard, one. Howard says he okay. won. So as far as Howard's concerned, yeah. he's punching. So he's like, mate, oh, I won. I won. Yeah, so yeah. no matter what happens, like, you're grateful. Yeah, because... Wow. You know, and, and I suppose, you know, it's, it, it's an interesting thing about maintenance. Now, I can talk to you about, like, previous girlfriends with glee at how much fucking high maintenance they were, you know, and how, for me, I'd have elements of my brain that were distracted, you know, by the fact that they were just going to, oh, I need to think about this because they're going to respond like that. Okay. That's what you were talking about yes, a lot yeah. here. Okay. If I do this, they're going to respond like that. Yes. With my very nice, polite, posh wife, it ain't happening. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. I never end up in a situation, guys, where she is saying to me, well, why have you done that? You know, she'll, she'll, she'll tell me to do things and then she'll, you know, if I haven't done it, she'll say, well, can you do it? You know, and roll her eyes at me a bit. But the, there's no grief. I am a man who doesn't go home to grief. If I said I was going out tonight, I know it's a miracle. The whole thing's a miracle. That's why I can't, you know, if I was saying I was going out tonight, un, you know, unannounced, I wouldn't get much grief. Yeah. What? Wait, wait, what's, okay. <laughs> See, this is the first. Remember, I haven't listened to the last yeah, hundred and ninety-nine yeah. episodes. Respect, bro. Yeah, it, it took a you know it took a lot of work to get her to agree to you know put it up with me forever as well. So you know. Yeah, fair enough. And so and so that the food thing, I actually think, has worked out with, ex, with the exception of, with the exception of macaroni and cheese. Yes. Except macaroni and cheese, and only, and only because it was purchased, it was ordered as a side, as yeah, a main yeah. instead of a side. Yeah, that was the only reason. Yeah, so it's the, the little things in how like it's, it's not too bad. It's a, a birthday, so she does she do what she wants. Oh, that, that's fair enough. I think I think like maybe that's where it is, Kane. I guess I guess uh, <laughs> maybe it's a test of generosity. Yeah, because I've, yeah. I've 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 had uh, partners or ex partners literally bite the food on my fork because <laughs> well because the point and, and, and be like that. <laughs> <laughs> because the point the point I would make is if someone's in your life giving you quite a lot of aggro like I say I can think of exes who you know it's just stressful relationship yeah. then when it comes to food it'd be like fucking this is what this is mine fuck off like this is one thing you're not taking away from me I see, yeah. whereas I see. my wife is taking so little away from me yeah. you know she so can have she can have share. she can have half my burger and I'll have half a whatever you know fine I can no, live I with rate, that I can I live with that, that. I, I'll be honest with you like you know, it's like I was just judging your relationship from the mac and cheese incident. That's and I shouldn't have. I shouldn't yeah, yeah. have. Prior to recording, he was very inspirited about it, though. To be fair, yes, he was. I, I, it was just I just find it a bad choice. But you know, I'm not going to hold it against you. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's also why the timing of this podcast uh, is well, Kane. Yeah. Maybe a, week, a week later, oh, a week later, yeah, yeah. been like, not only is it macaroni and cheese, yes. yeah, yeah. I don't even like crumpets. But it's a, it's a good, yeah. it's a great, it's a great question, Kane. You brought a winning it's a, question. It's a good question. To the show. We'll be back after this. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the show. My, my question this week is a little bit different, but but quite linked uh, to to what we're talking about. What's your name of your tour you're going on, Kane? At uh, the moment, it's happening as we re- about recording. Yes, um, don't listen to me. I chat shit, and basically, it's just <laughs> me um, just getting stuff off my chest. Yeah, yeah. The things that I notice about life, being mm. a dad, having a partner, yeah, just yeah. everything. You know. Well, I, it inspired me to ask this question, Midges. You know, as I mean, I've done a lot with Dane. You know, we chat a lot of shit yeah. over the years. Oh yeah. Uh, how much is there an art? To chatting shit. And, I, and it's a very important question because sometimes you'll meet people. We've already chatted quite a lot of shit today, guys. You know, mm-hmm. mac and cheese options aside. Yeah. But like and that chicken burger, I could kind of just talk about that chicken burger all day. Yeah. How can you fuck up? I don't, I don't even want to know how much it costs. Okay. I don't even know how much it costs. Too much. Yeah. But like that, you, sometimes with people, you're like, oh, it's a bit dry, isn't it? Like, where's the, where's the chat? Like, yeah. how do you, where, what's the art to chatting shit? I think. Mm. You need different egos in a room. Egos, mm. interesting. Different egos, different energies in a room. Because what happens is you'll find someone wants to be an alpha. Right. If there's a group right. of men. Right. You want someone who, who's going to try and take lead. He's going to be the, oh, I want to be the focus. Mm. But then you'll have somebody who might be really quiet, very reserved. And they might go more into their shell. So what you'll find is some people need to be able to chat shit to keep something going. Yeah, yeah. So they can just... Think of a topic off the top of their head. There's a guy, there's a comic who, I want to say chat shit, but every time you say something, he always has a story. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every time, every time. And you know what? They're very entertaining. It's very funny. Extremely intelligent guy. Mm. I won't say his name. But, <laughs> are you recording? Um, I like him. I, I, li- I like him. I think he's a great comic, mm. but I'm saying he's always so he he chat shit. He's like a salesman. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. a salesman. But I feel you need those characters. That's those are the ones who're telling the stories, kind of mm. you know bring life to things. That's you need those people, man. Yeah, but yeah. there is an art to it. There is a massive art yeah, to it, right? Art, I, don't know, I'm, I, I just think sometimes you, you notice it. I think that's well. That's the art form we're in. Mm. I think the art that, that like that's the thing about stand up comedy is that we're in an art form of taking the minutiae of life or like the more banal and basic things of life, mm-hmm. and we're able to reimagine uh, it in a way that captivates people more than you would than it would be as a fleeting thought. Yeah. So like as we've seen, like Kane's talking about a burger, which, you know, eating salad at lunchtime is a very common practice for most people. Mm. But if you can tell or recant an entertaining story as a raconteur, we're all ears and we can kind of listen. And that can become such um, so much more of an immersive experience mm. for everybody. Like that's the real art form. And it's interesting saying about like alphas and stuff as well, because I find that, yeah, I think Nowadays, whereas like in, I guess, Neanderthal times, we use more physical alpha displays Mm -hmm. for our masculinity. Mm. I think now as much more cerebral creatures, being able to lead the conversation when you're chatting shit and to be Mm. leading a narrative is a way men are able to express dominance over another. So it's kind of made it more egalitarian where you don't have to be the most physically imposing person in the room to hold everyone's attention. Because if that was the case, then all the politicians would be look like UFC and cage fighters. Mm. But they don't because they learn a way of speaking which allows them to engage with people, whether it's speaking to what people's wants or desires are. And a lot of time, as we know with politicians, they're definitely chatting shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But 
there's also an art form to talking that kind of shit anyway. So I guess really the question is like, for me, it's like, there's definitely an art form to chatting mm. shit, but it's it's basically working out, you know, who that is shit to. Because yeah. what's one man's shit? Like if you're sitting in a room with people that are like all uh, morbidly obese, and you're talking about a burger, they'll be like, so tell me more about this burger. What kind of bun was it, Kane? Like, how long did they season it for? What kind of layers? Like, depending on who that person is, like, mm, some yeah. people have very different interests and stuff like that as well. So I think I think one of the things as well is that, like, when it comes to when we say about chatting and shit, I think it's uh, almost a way as people that we kind of catch, us, catch ourselves mm. so that we don't feel like we're on a soapbox and, like, preaching to other people or we're not uh, being... Uh, despotic or tyrannical and saying because I think this way mm. this is how you need to think mm. I think so that's why even when saying chat and shit is like it's like I think I speak honestly and I think about my life but it's as a comic it's like you know the best way to capture a comic is that don't take it too seriously mm -hmm. because I'm always just giving mm. you food for thought and keeping with the analogy of food I'm giving you food for thought you might not like what's in this layer of the burger you might not like the lettuce or the tomato and to you that might be shit but there might be something in there to fire with you anyway mm. or at least come on for the experience because mm. I might not want the burger now because of what you told me, yeah. but I still found the story valuable yes. yeah. because it was an entertaining story and I've learned now about an experience that I might be able to avoid. Okay. So I think me, the highest, that's where the shit kind of works. I think the yeah. highest form of art in chatting shit is when you are trapped with fuck all to do. That's like, if, you, if, we, went and, if we were sitting here watching football or yeah. watching TV, like, easy, easy to chat shit. When you're trapped in a car right, and you're just, you know, you comics have to drive hours and hours across the country all the time. The art of chatting shit in that car, right, is masterful. If you can, you know, or like in a, you know when you're in a waiting room, yeah. sitting in a doctor's waiting, or like that, uh, that is the height, that is the pinnacle. I, I you agree. can make that good. Yeah. You can make that good. That's, no, you're at the heart, you're at the and, and black it's belt. A, it's an important thing as well, because you, exactly that, Howard, because, especially because these a lot of these times are where people have like their quantum of solace. Sometimes mm. you're driving on the road by yourself to a gig or when you're sitting waiting for a train or something like that or sitting in an airport terminal. That's kind of where you're alone by yourself. And prior to social media, what you had to do was spend time in your own brain yeah. and think about stuff. And then you could share that to other people. And now we probably lost the art of chatting shit a lot more or we call it chatting shit because what used to be chatting shit is now content. Because yeah. before you would have like a thought, a fleeting thought, yeah. and you'd maybe process it and think, oh, okay, that's a thought I had. And then when you maybe chanced upon another human being, you could share that thought and talk to them about it. And it's like, how was your day? Oh, I had this burger at lunchtime and blah, blah. Nowadays, because there is a, I think there's now a financial incentive, mm. the stuff that used to just be chatting shit, people now put online is now called content. So nowadays, you we've could talk about art. a burger and we've lost the art. Yeah, so the that's art, what I'm saying. So it's good to, gone. yeah, the art conversation is good. So mm. even though we call it chatting shit, this is what conversation used to be. Yeah. It might not necessarily hold political or economic value, but it's still the stuff that reminds us of all of our human experiences that are so basic that we could all relate to them. Yeah. Like I I don't mean so know it's like to, you know, have a family, but mm. I know it's like to eat a burger. Yeah. Or I know it's like to eat. And there is an art form to be able to relay that to make it for me to be part of that shared experience as well. Yeah. And I think it's it, it's an important art form to kind of hold on to because as the more that we put into giving our ghosts into the machine. Because before, there's like, before, like 20 years ago, like we were obviously here for the story about a burger. Nowadays, what people do now, instead of doing that, they go straight onto Facebook. That's what they used to do. Yeah. Just had a terrible burger. Yeah. Then I just had a shitty day. So then people go, what happened? Tell yeah, me what yeah, happened. Yeah, and blah, 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 blah. But there's no like, it's not personal. It's not personal. And also because people can like something or yeah. just laugh, 
people don't actually actively have to engage with your experience. Yeah. Mm. They just have to appear like they have. Yeah, and it does. And you give your ghost to the machine, and you don't necessarily. That might not necessarily deal with the problem. Yeah. Because what might happen instead is because you, if you put it online and say there's that burger, people will still go and get the burger, even though you've told them it's not good. <laughs> They'll go because it's online, yeah. and just so it's it's, it's it's about like like how I said, it's about trying to find the right art form and being mm. able to nurture the art form of chatting shit because it brings us all close together. And that's why, like, even when people talk about like. Michael McIntyre is a comedian and some people are like, I don't really like McIntyre and blah, blah, I understand exactly what works about Michael McIntyre because he will have a skit about walking into a toilet with a light, with a sensor for a light. Yeah. And even though that seems like a very basic brings thing, it, to life, it brings it to life because until then, we've all had that experience, but people don't really talk about it because it seems to be such a banal part of your day yeah. of going to the toilet that when someone actually references it again, you're like, you know what, that does happen. Yeah, yeah. And I, so I completely see that appeal and it's very broad, but that's the thing. The broad experiences are what most people have anyway. Yeah, of course. So I definitely understand that. Like, yeah, chatting shit, it makes sense because Bro, this is how bad that's it most was. of life. <laughs> we were we were traveling. We were going from Birmingham to somewhere. Uh, I think it might have been Liverpool. Liverpool? How far is Liverpool? From oh, Birmingham. No, from, from Birmingham is not that far. But from, Newcastle. Then, yeah, Newcastle's far. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god. There. So we're in the car. I moved this promoter, bruv. And we're sitting there, and he doesn't have music on in his car. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. He'll right. drive for hours and yeah. don't put no music on. Like, who does that? That don't make no sense. I only do that if I'm talking to somebody in yeah, the car, like my partner. But yeah, yeah. Let the conversation be there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Let's yeah. just not sit there. So we're sitting there, <laughs> and then he <laughs> turned around to me and goes, Kane, how much do you think Floyd Mayweather's worth? So, and it started on, mm. on that, bro, for the whole journey was, all right, how much do you think this person, and I'm Googling. People's network <laughs> <laughs> for about three and a half hours. Yeah. Hey, and we're going through people who, people who are dead. Yeah. People, it was the weirdest conversation, yeah. but it's like it's one of those things that I think it's a generational thing as well. Right. Yeah. So I don't know how old you are. I'm like forty. Forty. Okay, but like, so we're from the same yeah. generation. Yeah. We have grown up without. We've seen how things have changed. We're just part of that generation that I've yeah. seen from. Our parents and grandparents, mm -hmm. we remember that, the, those traditional, whatever they did. Mm. Then us, then our children, cousins and whatever else, and then now the, the new generation. So we've been in the middle of seeing all of this happen. And I feel like we're like a unique um, group, demographic, because yeah. you could speak to someone who's five years younger than us, and mm. they had a completely different experience mm. because they grew up around computers. In their yeah. school, in their classroom was computers. Mm. and that's what they use to do their, their work on and stuff like that and it's like and I just feel it's like even the art of writing mm. yeah. when was the last time you wrote a letter mm. bro if you go to write something now you see most people they write in like large capital letters <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. my uncle right now he's on a hundred and something grand bro if you see his handwriting you think <laughs> you are, you're not supposed to be working <laughs> nowhere yeah. you should be retired yeah. sir. <laughs> so I just feel as if we've kind of Losing the art. We're losing the art. And yeah, it's because, yeah. like what Dane was saying, you know, as time's gone on, you know, things have changed. And Because now, when we, if you ask a question about what's Floyd Mayweather's um, net worth, before, before we... That's a whole debate. It's a whole debate. Where we can discuss it and we can look at, like, yeah. boxing as an industry, right, Floyd Mayweather, right. his last fight. And it's, it's all speculative. Yeah. But what it means is that because we all have a different viewpoint, we well, more than anything, we're able to glean more about each other mm, in terms right. of what we when we're working out someone's net worth because the conversation could be philosophically what do you mean by his net worth yeah what is, it, what is he worth are we talking about money because if we're looking at people's posthumous net worth what value is it to them if they're mm. not alive to spend it yeah so that's the kind of conversation we have whereas yeah. now you just put it into google and say, mil. And now, yeah, it. You yeah, go, yeah yeah siri yeah that's alexa it. 
and then and the conversation human conversation <laughs> is stifled it's massively diminished. yeah it's, 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 it's stifled massively yeah. because now we don't really speculate and really speculation is how we come up with ideas that's mm. the problem because if you don't know something you might be like well what if it was this much and then you can start creating a reality mm. based on that truth because there's a difference between truth and facts because mm. your truth is a function of perception so you might be like he's worth this much but you might be yeah but he only does that because he's trying to avoid tax mm. so he might not have that kind of dough really and what it does more than anything, it means it simulates all of our conversations. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the way that's kind of been hampered in terms of being able to chat shit nowadays is mm. A, people can find a factual basis to challenge what you're saying. But then at the same time now, the problem is as well is that within a conversation that we're having now, social etiquette also takes place. So if you are able to present me with a fact, then I have to kind of rescind my argument and be like, okay, oh, you showed me the thing, cool. Yeah. Whereas online, where people still have conversation, no one has to concede they are incorrect, even when you present them with the facts. Mm -hmm. Especially now, because you live in a post-truth world, you can say to somebody, well, obviously it's worth this because this is what his tax return said. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, yeah, but I'm entitled to my opinion. <laughs> so now we have this ongoing conversational limbo where you can never really get to the end of the conversations. That's the problem is that at least with chatting shit, you know what the best thing about chatting shit was? Whatever your ideas were, you could always dovetail them and be like, but I'm chatting shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the joy, so the about the joy of it was, yeah. mate, you're chatting shit. Yeah, you're chatting yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that's, yeah. what Kane, that's why Absolutely. Kane has a stream of consciousness and at the end he can be like, but don't listen to me, I'm chatting shit. Yeah. So no one takes it too seriously. Yeah. Whereas the, today's generation, the problem is that it's perpetual. Yeah. It's never and ending. the power of that yeah. on a car journey, like if you had a really good like car journey with some people that you know and you're like, you go out of the car at the end of it, you're like, that was great, you know? Yeah, really like... Because it's not about what you're discussing, it's about the fact that conversation brings us all together yeah, anyway. Yeah. And rapport builds because you're learning about people and their disposition by talking to them. Mm -hmm. Because we now do this online and we're not actually linked, it's ongoing where even if you present me the fact, I can still be like, well, I'm entitled to my opinion and I've heard so and so and so. Yeah. And, I, and, and I can, you can be like, well, prove it. And I'm like, well, you could just need to do your research. And there's this ongoing thing nowadays that people are dealing with where number one is either zeros and ones, which is not how conversation works, mm. but digital conversation is binary. So you might be like, I think Flo Mayweather was rich. And I'd be like, he's got money, but he's more, he ain't got money, money. he's hood rich. Yeah. And we can have that discussion about in terms of the definition of that and what, and compare him to like, well, he ain't got money compared to Warren Buffett or whoever owns like, but you know that, what I mean? ESPN. Whereas nowadays with people, it's just, if you say, Warren, uh, if you say Flo Mayweather's got dough, now this, I'm like, so what are you saying? What, Lewis Hamilton ain't got no money? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what are you trying to say? Yeah. What, Muhammad Every, Ali's, well, he did nothing. Everything's taken out of context with yeah, this generation. Always. It's so weird that I don't know what it is, why when you say something, people are looking for a way to disprove it. And it's like, well, I don't mind us having a discussion, but if I'm saying, yeah. mm -hmm. this, yeah. there it is there. Why do you have to try and circumvent that and try to be like, well, no, you know, I've, this is my argument. Even without facts, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's a zero and the one. My man. kids it's a zero don't listen to me, bro. <laughs> I don't, no, they don't respect me. No, really. no they don't rate me, bro. Listen, oh my god. You know, my son came to my house the other day. Yeah, he came to my house. Twenty, he's twenty-three now. Right. And he came. We, we, went, we went out for dinner. So I go, oh, come meet us for dinner because he lives not far from me. So he's come and he sat down and we were talking and we had. This was a really open conversation, like mm. really open conversation where um, they came down for Christmas and didn't really help much. You know As in mean? they didn't help with the they food? Help, yeah, because I got, I got four kids, right, right. three of them. Like, they, didn't, they didn't help. They didn't contribute or whatever. Like, you know, like clearing up. I asked them to clear up, whatever. So I kind of had a go. Like, I'm like, listen, come on. You don't need to fucking, you're at that age, man. Like, pull your finger out. Like, it's not mm. fair. 
This the, is after the event. This was after the event. I'm going, yeah. I'm going, to, take, I, I, I'm going to take a punt though, Kane, okay, and I'm going to guess that that was not the tone you used. No. Really. That, <laughs> 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 so anyway, I have the transcript here. <laughs> There's a lot more bumper clots in this. <laughs> There's a bit more tone in it. Yeah, I must admit. But it wasn't harsh. It no, wasn't harsh. No, no. And that's why I didn't do it at the time yeah, because yeah. I knew that I'd be reacting off of my emotions. So mm. I said, I'm not going to let the time pass and then try to address it. Anyway, so after I'd spoken to him, whatever, then I, then when he came out to dinner, this was a couple, this was like a uh, few weeks after because now mm. we're in February now. So he's like, yeah, you know, like, I'm a man now, isn't it, Dad? So I'm like, <laughs> Bro, I've seen the remnants of your boxer shorts in your bathroom. Yeah? Don't, don't talk about you're a man now, yeah. So, and then he was like, "Yeah, when you had to go with me like the other day, I'm not gonna lie to you. It didn't really, you know, it didn't really impact me like that. Like, cause, but I was saying, it's as if this generation they don't, they don't understand that we have value. They don't mm. get it. They feel like mm. they've got everything. Yes, bro. What we've been through, like I said, our generation, we've been through the whole gambit. Yeah. we've seen it all so why do you think like all right, with our grandparents for example there was a big divide they had a completely different upbringing mm. oh, completely definitely. they grew up I'm, 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 no, probably no, not true. you but yeah, like, yeah. Our, our grandparents like were born in a different country yeah, they yeah. came it was a completely different experience all right, my parents came here and it was uh, um, so they had a different experience as well growing up in that household but I've had the experience of growing up here Mm. and seeing everything the pitfalls and whatever so if you're not going to listen to me like I might not listen to my grandparents because they're going to talk about mango trees and whatever that don't that don't yeah. serve me in South London yeah. but like I'm going to speak to my kids about the real world and what's yeah. going on I've been there they don't rate me man see your two year old mm. son now bro I'm telling you now bro. the <laughs> disrespect is coming I already had enough issues with Paw Patrol you, uh, yeah. <laughs> and how he, take, he takes an inferior position to Paw Patrol uh, yeah. I'm telling you yeah. the disrespect is coming I've no, got it's a good. Well, it's been good to chat shit for a bit there yes definitely uh, but, uh, Dane it's time for your question mate before we wrap up the show but yeah, that yeah. was a good that, that was, was a, a good question. one my question is very simple I said Kane has always been a very big big bro South East London native mm -hmm. Lucian repping and uh, yeah like I said I have very good endearing moments of Someone showing me how to focus on business and stuff. I think we work in an industry where aesthetics and uh, appearances are everything. Mm. And uh, if you don't mind me saying, I think you uh, obviously have a look, a very distinctive look. Thank you, bro. Good and looking man. Yeah, yeah. You, good looking man. Thank you. And I say basically, Kane, like, um, I think a lot of people worry about losing their core cool and appeal as they get older and mature more in this industry. Mm. So the question is just like, how do you keep the cool? Wow. wow, that's wow. a good question, you know. Yeah, that, can I get a pen out? That's a no. That's a, do you know that's a good question because I think as a man, because and it's leading on from the question you said, is, like yeah. you said, is that like your sons? Yeah, think they have some insight that you don't. When you're like, you mm. know, you don't. I've know about whether it's girls, yeah. cars, whatever. I've experiences that I probably wouldn't show you as my sons. Yeah, but trust me, I know more than you think. But they don't see it because it's like, oh, yeah, all right, it's just dad. father, you're a, all right, dad. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, so it's like, how do you maintain the core as you continue to mature and have I, that uh, that relevance, I guess? I think what's really important, there's a couple of things. First of all, I just have to just let you know. So about a month and a half ago, like I got started to get like, I got loads of gray, gray in my beard, yeah. Mm. For filming, I said, you know what, let me dye it. Mm. <laughs> right. Just to kind of, you know, get that you've, sure. oh my God. What a mistake, bro. <laughs> what? It was jet black. Like, you know, the fake, like. Like, like when racists do Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> I said, 
said, oh my God. I looked weird. You know, like right, just the yeah, weird. Yeah. So, DJ, I, DJ Khaled. It was, yeah, okay. <laughs> we saw Tim Russell, Tim Russell with, the, with the Teriyaki Brown. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Because we saw the celebrities during lockdown mm. when they didn't have their hair done. <laughs> yeah. We saw you, Kevin Hart. And P. Diddy. P. Diddy? P. Diddy. P. Diddy. P. Diddy. I, I aged off on that. P. Diddy turned into Morgan Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so this is what I'm saying. <laughs> so we have. So what I learned was embrace whatever you got. Mm. I've and also as well, you know, it's like we do what we do for a living. We're comedians. You get DMs or whatever. The demographic of the women that are DMing me now lets me know I'm aging. Mm. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the, the, they've gone from the eights and the sevens. Without the fives <laughs> to, to the to the eights and sevens in in, in older categories, yeah, 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 But the 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 cheek, I, the, the cheek, the cheek <laughs> like you expected a reply. I said, oh, no, no, because you know what it's like, bro. You might you might click on the image. You're like, all right, let me screenshot it and see what they look like. Jesus Christ, no, you're taking the piss barrel. You want you want a reply from me? No, bro, bro, I was like just been thinking about as I, as I was applying my witch hazel to yeah. my knees. <laughs> I was just thinking about you, you, you Kane, and you know, if you when they helped me rub some of this Alcolado Glacial. Remember, remember that Alcolado Glacial. Have you ever heard of it? Howard? I'm not sure, but it's like, please explain. It's, it's basically, I don't know if it's like an old wives' remedy, but right. it's that and like witch hazel, where it's like, if you go to any old Caribbean house, there's like certain products you always find right. there. Yeah. Whereas like Dax, um, also, um, what's the name? Soft, the, soft sheen used soft to sheen, be. Yeah, soft sheen, yeah. definitely there as well. The tub of cocoa uh, pink, butter. Or pink moisturiser yeah, as well for the hair. We're talking yes. keeping smooth elbows and knees. Just across, to, yeah, 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 elbows, knees, and maybe for the scalp and stuff right, as well. Right, Another right, thing right. was like, for elder generations, is like Alcalada Glacier. And it's almost, I don't know if it's like a... <laughs> Such a good name. Yeah, it's, like you, rub, it's like you either rub it into joints. Yeah, yeah. or um, I mean, as a hypochondriac Jewish man, I'm quite into this. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. you rub it, you either rub it into your joints. And so, yeah, very similar to the whole... Christmas present sorted, by the way. Menthol, if you're menthol, menthol eucalyptus. <laughs> right, nice. Like. Yeah. So it's okay, one of these great. things where it's muscle thing, and mm. I've I've had a few instances where nowadays you you're like, uh, am I am I that old though? But for me, it was in reverse. Yeah. It was more prior to being in a relationship when I'd be complimentary to somebody, and they'd be like, "Yeah, thank you very much," and I'm then bad. I'd be like, oh. Oh, "Oh, oh, no, I'm 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 way too old." Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, yeah. But and and like, I'm not. It's not like you're necessarily being creepy, but I understand that like. Oh yeah, when I was that age. So basically, for example, yeah. when I was twenty-eight, I had a brief relationship with a woman that was uh, thirty. No, I was, no, I was twenty-four, and she was thirty-two. Okay, eight which years. eight years? Mm. Which yeah, a thirty-two-year-old is not very old. Yeah, but as a twenty-four-year-old, I was an idiot. Mm. Mm. So to me, I was generally to my friends like, like, is this okay? Am I being groomed or? I, don't... <laughs> I literally, I was seriously was kind of like, will she require any medication for her to be lubricated or? I'm not sure. A 32-year-old I was speaking about, you know, yeah. and I was like, I'm, is she going to be okay? Or like, Because just there's a certain point at a certain age where your understanding of like someone being much older, mm. you have no idea. And of then course. so I had learned like as a 32-year-old, if I approach a 24-year-old girl, obviously some girls may have a more mature interest and more mature man, but for a young girl, like three years ago, she was just out of university. Mm. So yeah. I just look like a very, very old man. And I had to realise as well that like, oh, okay, you have to, Think about the people you're approaching and how you're approaching them. Yeah. And, you know, maybe in two or three or four years, their their sentiment may change. Yeah. But you know what but I'd you say? People are in certain part, points at their life and you're just like, oh, okay, I need to come at this with a different approach. Like, I'm kind of like an uncle now. Kate Curd, as you know, friend of the podcast, mm. once said to me, the thing about you now, Dean, is that you got, you got breast implant money. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you got... 
sugar daddy man, you could be a sugar daddy now. I was like, I can. <laughs> so, yeah. But <laughs> it, it, talking about Kane keeping keeping the the high bar, I think there is a fortunate element of being a bloke mm. as well. I think blokes can age in a less like you know the grey like you know for for women for, or for a lot of women. Let's not generalise. Yeah. For a lot of women, the idea of the grey hair coming through is like oh, it's terrible. True. Like blokes, like it's a winner. Yeah. Like oh, a little little bit of little bit of dust, little bit of you know it's magic in there. But you know what's yeah. mad though? And that's kind of un- an amazing advantage, right? Used to, yeah, yeah. It used yeah, to be like that. No, yeah, but what what's really mad is that it's actually women that have labelled themselves mm. less attractive because of the grey. Of course. And men more attractive because of their grey. Because mm. it's women that give men compliments. Oh, you look very distinguished. It's all yes. right. It's yeah, nice yeah. on men. Men, 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 men are never like, yo, looking a bit grey now, right. bro. <laughs> men don't do that. Men are like, bro, hey, brother, what go on? Gandalf, please, tell me about the Lord of the Rings. Right. <laughs> so I don't know what it is about women, why they why they put themselves down. Because mm. if there's loads of women with their natural grey, looks amazing. Looks amazing, and I don't know. And I know. I, I think it's a gesture, but I also think that, like how it says, women's worth, particularly in our industry, mm. is a much more linked to their appearance rather than in their proficiency as a performer. Because for mm. me, like, obviously, Madonna's been dealing with backlash of recent times because of plastic surgery and mm. any kind of cosmetics that she's had. And I definitely think that is definitely someone who has led culture for so many years. She don't really need to be. Whatever she does, she should be able to do without having to justify it because as far as I'm concerned, like if the LGBT is a community mm. and if they are a community, she's definitely a president or a senator. Mm. And that they're always going to back her aesthetic and she's kind of led that for so many years. She, like, I don't know, how old is Halle Berry now? She's got to be 50 something. Oh, Halle Berry? Halle Berry must be 60 now. I'm not talking, I would, I, I'm still not turning down that date. Yeah, ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, ever, ever, ever. I don't care if Angela she's 70. Bassett. Did you see Angela Bassett? They, I'm, never, I'm never turning it down. Never turning yeah. it down. I- iconic. And uh, whatever her age is on paper, yeah. I'm sorry, you could put it on my headstone. Dated Halle Berry for two weeks <laughs> at 80 years old. <laughs> because for me, I-, I said I dated Halle Berry. But I, I mean, I just think, like you said, being able to age gracefully and kind of, that kind of helped you more to like kind of yeah. deal with it. Yeah. I, I, I just think, make the. I always tell people, and I think this is where a lot of people let themselves down, make the best of what you've got. Mm. And I think a lot of people, they don't do that. So I make sure I don't drink. I don't eat crap. I don't smoke. Um, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't drink alcohol. I go to the gym. So I look after myself. I try and make the best of what I've got. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that I, I spoke to probably, this was towards the end of last year. He was like, he, he doesn't look after himself physically. Right. He, every time I see him, he's got a burger in his face. Mm-hmm. He's drinking alcohol at the weekends. And he's six foot four. Like he's, he's losing his hair a bit, but he's still got a nice face. And he was like, oh, man, you know, blah, blah. I'm just like, oh, you know, I wish if I looked like a bit more like you or whatever. I said, it's not that you don't look like me. I said, because you don't take care of what you got. Mm. You've got it there. You're six foot four. You've got a good face. Mm. You've got good skin. Like, you've got the money to to go and train, but you're just not doing it. So you're making bad life choices. And I think that's what happens a lot of the times. People want a shortcut way. And that's what's happening when you're seeing all these celebrities. A lot of them, they don't want to age gracefully because... They're like, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to pay for it. Yeah, it means change in lifestyle. Yeah, and that's what it is. You have to make a sacrifice. You have to. There's a process in this, you know. This has Mm. been 20, what, 27 years I've been training. Mm. And I I don't drink. I've never been a partier. I make sure I get my sleep. It all adds up. Bro, you know. I know. know. We're from South. Yeah. We've seen people that we grew up with and you're like, oh my God, is that what? 
Right before your eyes, boy. <laughs> People can decline. Women that you used to be like, oh my God, like I can't mm -hmm. believe. Like, I used to be like, oh my, I'm besotted with this woman. Yeah, yeah. And then you see them. Vice versa, it happens with men as well. Yeah, yeah. But you see them yeah, yeah. 15 years later and you're like, oh my gosh. But you just didn't make the best of what you got. Everyone's yeah. got redeeming features. Yeah, of course. Everybody see, has. Kane, well, you say that, it makes your disposition for your first question, so it makes so much more sense when you're kind of like, I don't even drink, just leave my food, please. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's all I want. <laughs> Have your champagne, I'm yeah. eating. <laughs> well, it's been an excellent episode of this podcast, Dane. Kane, can you yeah. come back again, Kane? Please, yes, mate. Please we'll have you anytime. I appreciate you, And we'll make, get you a better burger or something. We'll get you something, you know, you can, you know, we won't share it with you, I promise. No, but do you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I just want to say thank you very much for having me down here. No, it's been fun, <laughs> man. I appreciate you guys, man. No, and uh, we appreciate you always, Kane. Definitely, both, as I said, as a friend, as well as a guest and uh, obviously have your Instagram live and stuff like that but for those who do not know uh, obviously where can they find out more about you uh, as well as going on the tour oh yeah what stuff should mm. they check out alright so I'm doing my one man tour um, which has been selling out um, so you guys if you want to buy tickets you have to be quick um, so follow me Kane Brown Comedy Kane underscore Brown underscore Comedy it's not the um, hey yeah, everyone thinks I'm the flipping country singer from America <laughs> no Kane Brown I yeah 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 you see I know. <laughs> Saffron was like, oh my God. I see you put on the aftershave and shit like that. <laughs> With a little short skirt. I don't care about my boyfriend. To be fair, you've never worn that cardigan before. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> is it cashmere? I'm just, I'm just a country girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so I'm not him. So it's Kane Brown Comedy. And um, yeah, you can come watch me on my tour. I'll be doing like hour and 20. If you mm. want to come as well, obviously, mm. Dane, if you want to come. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Be a pleasure. Um, yeah, just follow me. I do my Insta Lives um, every week. Um, I'm doing my tour and I'll be going to the state soon as well yeah. so hey. yeah man. good luck man yeah, thank you here man sounds Appreciate good it. Kane thanks again for coming on the podcast we, we, we celebrate you thank you I'm gonna go eat this dry burger now <laughs> <laughs> you've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything hosted by Dane Baptiste and myself Howard Cohen for more from Dane and myself make sure you follow us on Instagram at DaneSnapTiste and at the Howard Cohen you can now support us on Patreon just search DBQE Podcast and unlock ad-free content and you can watch the full-length video of the podcast please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts if you have a question for Dane, make sure you send us a DM on Instagram at DBQE Podcast and we could feature you in our next episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and remember, question everything. Insanity Group. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.